Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Ming Chun. So let's flashback really quickly to when you were at university, you went to Harvard and you majored in East Asian studies. Did you know what you wanted to do with that degree, Ming, when you graduated? Definitely not. I had no conception of what I wanted to do after college. But I would say during the summers of college, I used them to eliminate things. I lived in Hong Kong and I knew, oh, I could live in Hong Kong. This is a really fun city. Or I taught at Wellesley's summer school and I was like, oh, I do not like teaching. And then I worked for an art auction house. I said, hmm, I don't think I'm going to do that later. So it was really helpful during college and summers to sort of figure out where I wanted to live, what I didn't want to do because it was easier to eliminate. And But I still didn't graduate thinking, oh, I want to be in for-profit education. I had no idea what that meant. And I just fell into my first job through random luck at Star TV. Yeah. So let me ask you, what was that first job and how did you get it? When you say random luck, what did that look like? So I knew one thing after college that I definitely wanted to try living in Hong Kong. So if you could decide like kind of what city you were interested in living in, like that's great. And then I had no idea what I would be good at or what I could get hired for. So I met as many people as possible through contacts. You know, you don't have to go to a fancy school like Harvard. Talk to people. People are so willing to talk to college students or young people, even if you don't go to college. And people want to be helpful to other people, I've generally found. And so I talked to someone who was who knew somebody who was working at Star TV and they needed a business analyst. I did not study business and I did not do analytical stuff in college. I was a liberal arts major in history and I did that for a year. And then another opportunity came up to work in production. And then they were looking for an on-air presenter for their children's channel. And it just sort of happened like that. I did not have a pre-programmed plan. And I must say, I know people are really worried about making money. And I was lucky not to graduate with debt. But I did not graduate with a high paying job at all. But I would say, you know, use your youth to take chances and pay off your credit card bill. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Don't live on your credit cards for sure. And what Ming was just describing there is networking. 
and doing informational interviews, which is something that I talk about at least every other day on LinkedIn. So please follow me and I will teach you how to do that. Two final T4C questions, Ming. If you could share a time in your professional life when you struggled, maybe you even failed. I've been fired twice in my 40s and they turned out to be incredible gifts that forced me to pivot into different industries. I ask my guests this question, not because I'm looking to embarrass them, far from it. It's really to empower our young listeners to realize that fails have the biggest opportunities for learning. And it's also important to know that you'll get through it. And perhaps if there was a lesson that you learned in the process, me. Sure. I mean, this one is most relevant for when I was in my 20s. And since your listeners are in your 20s, in my first job, I was very junior as a business analyst and we were looking at media assets to purchase. And one of the purchasing, one of the things I had to do was run sort of a, a report or do a study about what if we acquired an adult movie channel, which is basically porn. And I felt super uncomfortable. I talked to someone at the office about it and I'm like, I really do not believe in this. Like, I don't want any part of putting porn on a hotel network. And I was just, again, I was my first job out of college and I did not believe in it. One of the reasons why I applied to business school was that I was like, hmm, I do not want to be part of this. I don't know how to handle it. I think I figured, I don't know whether that counts as a fail, but I think that when you're young and you're asked to do things and people now are much better about it, standing up for things that did not necessarily believe in and felt uncomfortable with. I ended up applying to business school because of that. So you use that as your get out of jail free card? Yes. Okay. Final question. If you could go back to Harvard and do it all over again, but based on the wisdom you have now, what advice would you give yourself? Oh my God. I tell all these people going to college all the time now. Go to your professor's office hours. I mean, that sounds like super basic, but we had some rock star professors at Harvard, and I happened to go to like one or two office hours. And the guy I went to was teaching this art and literature course, and his name is Simon Shama. He's like on the BBC now. He's amazing. He writes for the FT. And I'm like, why didn't I do that with more of my professors? Take advantage of these brilliant brains at your disposal. Go to their office hours, ask them questions. Yeah. And develop a relationship with them because they know people too. They can help open doors for you as well. And at the very least, they can be a letter of reference to your first job or whatever that may be. And yeah, you'll learn. You'll learn a ton from getting to speak with them outside the classroom. That is great advice, Ming. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T for C. 
And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the Coaching tab at time4coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.